Right, so this is number two. Um, we're calling it Off Topic with AJ, Dingo, and Bald Eagle. Uh, myself is Dingo, we got AJ here. And then, hey everybody. Uh, Bald Eagle, Brian in the back. Hey up. So this is what it's come to the second time around, see how it goes. And essentially again, just a bunch of cyclists talking about non-cycling related things. We have actually got some interesting stuff to talk about today. We do. Um, so yeah, you know, take it away. Do we so want to give them the topics today? We want to yeah, try that out? Yeah, tease them a little bit. All right. So let's just preface it. We're 85 miles out of Phoenix, so our next stop is for lunch. Good yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for that. We're, We're going to spend about 20 minutes deciding on that. We mapped it. We yelped it. We've, not not we've much else to We've do. pinged the group, and uh, yeah. And we're making good time, so we thought... Uh, we are making really good time. Yeah. I'm honestly impressed by how yeah. we're doing. Yeah. So before we go on the topics, I, I want to bring back up something Owen and I just made an observation about a minute ago, and it's the the rock formations <laughs> <laughs> to, to the south of that. us on the right, and how, how much they look like cocks. Yeah. And yeah. it's just... I don't get it, man. So it's like this moonscape kind of stuff out in the, the high desert. Are we high desert? No, we're low, anyway, we're low desert. We're low desert. But yeah, yeah it's sure. just all these outcroppings of like, it, you know, it looks like that volcanic kind of rock stuff. But they've just popped up out of the desert. And there's a bunch of knobs just on this ridge. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'd say there's probably ten knob-shaped outcroppings. And they look really big. So yeah. Brian, Brian, as our resident professional in this department. Professional <laughs> <laughs> So Brian, for you who don't know, he's, he's completely bald. And when he shaves his beard, he looks a little bit like a knob. I look like a knob? Call him a knob jockey. A knob jockey. Amongst other things. Yeah, amongst other called, things. We call, call it a dick. A I would call it a penis. And Kong a dickhead. Dong. And a dickhead. All yeah. of the above. All of them. Dingo and Dickhead, maybe. I, I, Dingo and Dickhead. Dingo that was going to be the name of this. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Off topic with uh, AJ Dingo Dickhead. <laughs> Dingo, Dingo. <laughs> no and, just Dingo yeah, Dickhead. Just Dingo, 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 Dingo Dickhead. That's right. That's right. So, what do you it. think, Bry? Before what, we move on about, to about, our topics for the day, about our about not the formation? geologic formations to the well, south. I think this is. I think this is uh, a good indication that there's no brush line at the bottom, so those knobs look larger than they probably are. <laughs> I, it took me a bit. It's all good. It took me a second to catch on to what Boom. it was. <laughs> and we're off to a good start. Wow, dude! All right. I, mean, I had no idea where you were heading with that, but that, oh man, that came full circle. That was good. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, let's talk well, about I mean, our that's, topics. Well, well, that was tip. Those are tips. That was yeah. just a tip. Yeah. yeah. That was just a tip. And on that topic, yeah. we're gonna slide right into a conversation we were having last night. Yeah, good segue. Um, to tipping. Well, well let's, let's give them. Let's give them the. Uh, a full run. We'll give them oh, I, I apologize. Go yeah, ahead, so AJ. The topics for today: height of basketball players, <laughs> and and hoops. And the hoops. Yeah, and the hoops. That's right. Uh, Barney, the cartoon character in the Mormon Church. Uh, we've already covered uh, that topic earlier. We're going to go to tipping culture, and then new guy. And I think new guy should be a segment for us now that kind of models our first podcast where we made a call to a new guy. Mm. And the point will be for us to always call a new guy who knows nothing about our show. 
Yeah. I think and they great. are the new guy. They, that's great. And oh, that's how we keep them. random in your phone. Yeah. No, it doesn't. New guy. I can dig it. So, so we, we will have the same person twice. We will have a new guy segment, and let's hope that today we don't end the podcast with a new guy. Yeah. 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 Let's cut a little bit short. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it could end before we get to the new guy too, right? I mean, it that's, could also we could definitely uh, fuck it up. Yeah, it, I think it, we're gonna be good though. I think the, I think our new guy is always gonna end up being that closeout. Be, like, yeah, that's gonna always be the closeout. So let's let's get on topic. So let's talk about the height of basketball <laughs> players and the hoops. So, well, to set the scene, yesterday we were at Chipotle, and there was a very tall woman. So, Brian, how tall are you? I'm like 6'2", I think. Okay, Brian's 6'2", so he's a tall dude. And I got him to stand sort of facing towards me next to this chick. And I'd say her chin started halfway up his forehead. So she's probably leaning more towards like 6'6", and 6'7", I'd say. She's a very tall woman. And then it got the conversation wrong between me and Brian is... Like, can the height of basketball players dictate the height of the hoop? So, for example... Like, AJ, how tall are you? Five, like, five, seven and three quarters. Okay, so let's say... <laughs> that, hoop's, that hoop's fucking far away, man. <laughs> so you're five, seven. Let's just call it five, seven. Yeah. And you're on a team and the average height is five, seven. Yeah. Let's say your hoop that you're going for is lowered it's like only by six about foot. a foot. So, yeah, the hoop so you're they, going for So if they brought like, it down to five feet, I'd be looking like a star. Yeah, so your hoop s- gets I lower. I slam dunk competition. You go with a whole bunch of midgets yeah. on your team, and you can just... Hey, short people, dude. Exactly. Oh, sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Short, people. short people. But her team, you know, their hoop would have to be up at like eight or nine feet because she's already that tall. Like so it's on the second yeah, floor. Yeah, yours you would be ladder. like, yeah, six, six feet. Yeah. Hers would probably be at like eight feet. So the average height of the players dictates the height of the hoop because we were kind of talking about it's like all all of a sudden as soon as you are um as soon as you're that tall natural instinct is well let's sign them up for basketball yeah exactly like it's just because they have an advantage like they're just like you know whether or not that's uh, a good indication of how high the basketball hoop should be yeah so but then it's like can you handicap someone for just being you can bring in a like different body type, but you can bring in like fighters, like in so hockey. So would it be like, like that little? little uh, would it be like the basketball hoop you see in the front yard of so many kids' houses, yeah. with the lever on the back, and you can drop it down? Exactly. So they can, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a mobile hoop, and then mobile the average hoop, yeah. height of the team dictates. And then, but hold, the hold on. Here's the question, though. Like, if the average height, it, does do you only play against? The same, the teams, other teams with the same height. No, you can play against any team because their the height, yeah, is relative to your team's height. <laughs> yeah. So your hoop is always going to be the same height. You could go up against someone who's the same height as you, and their hoop's the same size or the same height. Or you go up against someone taller, and their hoop is way taller. It doesn't really make a difference to you, in, but I guess in terms of defending it, would. I guess it could, yeah, because you couldn't defend. A hoop that's you know just like so much slap taller. it away, like yeah, you just stuff your head up inside the hoop and they can't. So so look <laughs> pretty sure you can't do that at basketball. <laughs> look, looking for a little knowledge, I just did a, a quick search. The height of the hoop is ten feet in the Fuck. NBA. Okay, that's pretty tall. The average height of an NBA player is six seven. Now rewind our conversation back to how tall we think yeah, that she, girl was. She's an she's NBA, the NBA average height player. Boom! Wow, we probably should have done some research before we walked into this one. 
But yeah, no, that makes total sense. So she would have to be playing at She'd that ten foot knee height. Ten feet, which is standard. which is probably not the average height of a female. So it means that she's towering above her competition. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we were going into this thinking that the average height would be like six two, six three, like Brian's height, and uh, um, assuming you know the hoop was the same height, ten feet. Yeah. And then someone taller would need it taller. But if that's the average height, six seven. I guess that kind of debunks the whole. Wow. The whole thing. You kind of shut us down there, right? Yeah, we should have really done some research before walking straight into that one. Well, hey, but we I mean, dropped some knowledge on it. But I mean, exactly. like, let's just remind ourselves, we are driving across the desert. <laughs> we could have just as easily not had data to look that information Exactly, on. and we would yeah. have been all about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is part of, like, you kind of have to trust your peers yeah, in so, this environment. So this let's, desert let's, environment. let's move on to something we know even less about. <laughs> Barney, Barney, Barney in the mobile church. So urban legend has, and this is mine to be either uh, completely wrong about or actually have up? good knowledge. We're just talking about pedophiles or something. How yeah, we said around? it was, it was uh, dingo, Pete, yeah. dingo and Baldy or whatever, dingo and Brew. Dingo and, and Brew. And there we couldn't said, be an and in the middle because yeah, it sounded like it sounded like a pedophilic and or cartoon characters. And then we went to right. Blues Clues. Yeah. And whatever happened to the original Blues Clues guy? I'm pretty sure he was like a drug addict. He was definitely a drug addict, yeah. like crack. Yeah. So and uh, and then I also went to uh, I went to Barney. Yeah. Because you asked something. So about yeah, Barney. I don't know anything about the Mormon Church or any of that stuff. I mean, like I grew up with Barney. I just so did. Yeah. I just too. assumed Barney is Barney, you know. Well, Barney was supposed to be a caricature that was to raise you with good morals and ethics and how to behave with people. So it was like. Passages taken from the Book of Mormon were integrated into Barney really? episodes. Really? And the children were, yeah, because, you know, no better way to get a kid brainwashed than to put a little caricature or cartoon Purple character Purple dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's, it's weird. Because, like, speaking of, you know, the whole Mormon thing, that's something that America only has. Like, I don't know, Mormonism? Mormon? I don't even yeah. know what you call it. Like, it's only in America. And the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So, yeah. you, like, is there any specific rules or anything? Because I've literally got no idea about any of this. Not from the men. Once you're a grown man, I think it's uh, free-for-all. Yeah. Because, yeah, I do hear, like, jokes about them having multiple wives and shit like that. Yeah. So that's all that's it's, it's a rite of passage. Nice. So all those... Uh, all of those Barneyisms that you were taught as a kid, you're done with them. You yeah. hand them off to your kid through your multiple wives and pregnancies, right? Wow. Yeah. It could be true. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Well, yeah. Speaking of only American things, the other thing is tipping. And I'll start just by saying it's very weird at first coming from a foreign country where you don't tip. What type of tipping are we referring to oh, here? Yeah, so well, we're talking of tipping at let's... restaurants, at <laughs> okay. massage parlors, you know, barbershops. <laughs> just tipping people for their service. Which <laughs> it's still like you're still oh, not no, clarifying you, what kind that's of That's where tipping is gonna go to a whole new subject <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Happy endings at massage parlors. Well, I mean there's a lot of tipping that goes on there. You but... do believe in tipping in those situations? <laughs> <laughs> you tip. Just the tip? Just, I just do the tip. So back That's to the it. restaurant, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really weird thing because at first I didn't tip just because I didn't have any idea on how to do it or what I was doing or even that you had to do it. And, you know, people were giving me strange looks as I was walking out of the restaurant. And I know now because I wasn't tipping at the time, but back then I had no idea. And it's just really uncommon tipping 
because it's a your job to and this is going to sound really bad but if you work in a restaurant it's your job to serve me and bring me food like that's part of the criteria of working in a restaurant as a waitress or a hostess and we just see that as getting part of the salary because that is your job mm-hmm. and like people here work they try and go above and beyond to get a better tip from you but to me that seems really fake because they like you can tell that they're being really fake about it and so it seems a little disingenuous to the job yeah because everyone's like oh hi you know how are you going today it's a lovely evening tonight like oh my god your day looks wonderful it's like yeah I know but you don't have to make a huge deal about it like it's just they they're going too far I think and they're working too hard for a tip and that's kind of the way that it's going here and I don't really like that well I mean like like last night for example right so there was that that hostess who seated us yeah and you were like into that hostess for a brief moment she was into you more for your Aussie accent I think yeah definitely I mean it swooned her pretty nicely and um, I think you know if you have a good hostess and you instantly she introduced you to some beverage some root beer Italian root beer, soda Italian, and you said whatever. in a commemorative cup which I think you left there. I left there, yeah. <laughs> um, that, you know, that you that. could purchase this probably fucking $8 cup of soda. And, um... Yeah, thanks for buying that, AJ. Yeah, thanks, AJ. Um, <laughs> you know, you were swooned and, and you said, okay, yeah, I'll take one of those. Not even worrying about it. And the, 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 uh, the restaurant that? made, I'm sure, some ridiculous dividend off of that yeah, that I'm soda sure that like so she should be simply just compensated in a raise format for, through the restaurant not through us like yeah, exactly. you purchased a beverage because she, she suggested it in a nice and inviting format yeah and like that you know they can kind of exactly what you're saying you know they can make you think that you need shit that you don't just because they're being nice and at the end of the day they'll get more money out of it like for their personal gain but if in Australia like you don't tip you only tip if it's like amazing service and that's really rare do you think food's more expensive in Australia? oh food is definitely more expensive in Australia but what I was saying was it's like you well they um, in Australia they're more genuine and they'll just be genuinely nice or they'll be an asshole to you it's like here you can never really tell if people are being fake nice just to get more money out of you and I hate to generalize, but people here tend to be a lot, you know, they're just a little bit fake in my opinion. I I think this goes down, we could could take this down a couple different paths. So the first path is that um, this is maybe not so much a uh, problem with the servers because they accept a wage which is usually just around minimum wage, not much more. And so they try and upsell everything because that's how they make good money. Right. Yeah. And so the paradigm shift in that situation would have to come from the restaurant, right? It would have to be the restaurant has to step up and perhaps charge more for their dishes, maybe more for cocktails in the cocktail bar, but their staff gets paid more, Yeah. right? And it becomes a job that's more sought after for the service, not for the upsell, right? That makes more sense. And yeah. then if you did get that outstanding service, oh, look at that little dust tornado dude Tasmanian devil over there bro nice yeah I don't know from Tassie yeah all inbreds down there oh man or (laughs) you could go down another path and this is a path I would go down because I think that the restaurants should be paying staff more 
and that I do like what you're saying about exceptional service in an exceptional situation does beg for yeah, it does beg for an tip. added tip, right? What gets under my craw here is when you go in for a $2.50 coffee and there's that preset tip jar oh, and God. you're maybe the second or third customer in the door and there's already like three ones and a five in that jar. Yeah. It's like you know I'm paying two fifty for an 80 cent cup of coffee and you want me to tip you for pouring coffee in a cup and you already stuck tips in the jar to make me feel like I should maybe yeah, be a part of that worse. culture. The, right? the digital one is even worse. You yeah, the digital one's the best. Yeah. So, yes. So, the digital one is awesome because I actually figured out at those POS terminals how to back all the way out to their original app now. <laughs> so, you can sign and just close it out, close it out, close it out, and go back to the order menu. And then you flip the little... And then you flip it, it around. What's it called again? It's uh, an iPad it's or a Samsung. iPad or like a stand? It's just like a pay, POS, you know. POS. But, yeah, the annoying oh, thing that shit. annoys me there is... Like, it's got, some of them it'll be like, no tip, 5%, 10, 15, and the signature below. Yeah. Like the signature on the next page. But it's like, you took my order, you took my money, and you're going to do that with the next person. You don't touch my coffee at all. Like, I feel, I don't feel the need to tip you because you're not doing anything for me. Well, who's that tip going to? Maybe exactly, it's distributed. That's the thing. When it's digital, I've heard it's distributed amongst... All I don't know. I don't know the rules cash on, on that. The table. I don't know the rules versus on that. Yeah, cash you know, on the table. I, I think that, and I'm not about that. You know, the, the restaurant industry definitely would have to change here in the states. I know. I mean, know, I know a manager. There are. Chili's. Yeah. That, that's what she said. The, the cash. Ah. The cash on the table goes directly to the server. However, when you sign, when you sign on like a credit card, a credit card that is just distributed amongst all waitresses. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, because that, you know... But I do know those are the tips that have waiters, to be... Waiters, well, that those, those, uh, those are the tips that are actually recorded because they're on the books. Cash usually can go in your pocket because yeah. it's un- uncounted. So, yeah, you could you could go a lot of ways with it. It's, you know, if you, if you know people that worked in the industry, you'd have a different feeling about it. I think that, in all fairness, you know, it's uh, tipping should come for exceptional service that's not average, ordinary, or expected, right? Yeah. So as a customer, you should be expect to get good service. You should expect to be told what the menu has to offer. Maybe talk about some beverages, maybe about some wine, maybe about whatever you're into, a cream soda with root beer at the bottom, you know? That's, that's on their menu, that's what they're selling you, right? But without the restaurants being forced into paying those waiters and waitresses and hostesses and bussers and all the people that work off of tips, that paradigm shift won't happen in the U.S. And well, yeah, here we are with, with, I had a, I had with a, tipping. I had a horrible experience with two, two or three nights ago, and I felt like an asshole for only giving her, I don't know, a dollar or two tip. When I shouldn't have given her any tip, she did a horrible job, wasn't was a complete asshole to us, uh-huh. and she could still go buy your uh, Versace uh, coffee, pour-over coffee. She could turn that tip around buy your Versace 250 coffee with yeah. my with my tip from her horrible service. And that's what annoys me. It comes full circle, man. So Bl- Blinker Man. Yeah, we're gonna Blinker play a little man. game here. Hey Blanchette, we're Blinker Man. Chris so he drives the big van in front of us and he's got a terrible problem with turning his indicators off. So he's in front of us right now. And it's generally only when he moves from the right to the left lane. So do you want to get a timer going? I've got it going right now. And we'll, so. we'll time how long he has his blinker on. It might be a good run. It could be quite a while. This one's yeah. straight. There's it's, no cars. There's nothing yeah, happening. There's yeah. nothing going on. I, th- I, think, I think one of his best runs was on I-5, and it went, I think, for about 
seven to ten minutes. So he knocked out about eight, ten miles <laughs> with, yeah. with the left turn indicator on in the left lane. <laughs> As if he's going to turn into the median right now. Yeah, he's just going to chuck a hard left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to go back to tipping in massage parlors. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh. He's, he's moving back okay, over. Okay, we only oh, got But we got the right minute. blinker on now, so let's see. No, he's good with the right. He's, oh. good, he's, he's oh. good with the right. He yeah. shuts the right blinker off all the time. Yeah. So, so, we only got a mile out of him. So, so what do you want to know about massage parlor tipping? What's your feeling on that? Because I think you threw it in the same basket as... I did. And the reason I did that was because it's like, you're kind of frowned upon if you don't tip after a massage or you don't tip after a haircut or things like that. Mm -hmm. And these are just day-to-day things that people go and do. And you already pay for the service. So why do you then have to pay again for like just thanking them? Surely paying for the service itself is enough, in my opinion. Like... It's 50 bucks for an hour massage just on my legs. No happy ending? No happy ending for this one. But like that, that's a lot, you know, for an hour on your legs. And then you're expected to give, you know, let's say 10 bucks tip on top of that. Happy ending? That is not a happy ending. That's just me walking out the door and, you know, they're kind of looking at you. And I just, I wonder why not make the price $60? I'd be more okay with paying $60 than paying $50 and then having to add $10 afterwards. Because that, whole that, adding that, that whole cultural thing of the tip is still built into society here. Yeah, but it shouldn't be for something like that. Like, with food, I kind of somewhat understand. I'm still not happy about it, but massaging, it's like you pay for the service, you get the service yeah. done. Yeah. Why do you then need to pay more? Yeah. Because that kind of pisses me off there. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Some people do. It's just hard coming from a different culture and never yeah. having experienced it before. Yeah. Well, there's a good episode our audience could go watch. Adam ruins everything. He covers this and presents a hell of an argument on this very topic. And uh, if you're interested, check it out. He's on YouTube. Oh, Brian. We almost had a hot action. All right. So uh, we just got a message. Jules is bonking. Bonking in terms of food bonking? Yeah. The dude bought like three kilos of strawberries yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, Tell I, think, him I think he's just saying he's out of... I think they, they're saying they're like cars bonking, a.k.a. out of gas, which was piss poor planning. How? Because, because he's been driving 100 miles driving. Like, he's out of sight, dude. We haven't seen him for days. Like, it's been an... It's been like a solid 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. It's time he's to text him back with problem-solving time. Yeah, tell him to figure it out. Problem. So we're convoying right now, and us and Chris, who's driving Fat Albert, the big van, we've stayed together cruising 75 to 80 the whole way. We lost sight of Jules probably a good 45 minutes ago, and he's in a different car, and they just boosted straight out of here. And we both, we all had half a tank of gas when we stopped for our last pit stop. We didn't fill up because it was only 140 miles to Phoenix. Uh, our range at a quarter of the tank is still 100 miles to go. Fat Albert will be pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. And they've just disappeared, so they've been driving at 100 miles an hour burning gas. So I think that's on them at this point. Yeah, that is. In my opinion. Unless he's, unless he's actually bonking. Well, yeah, that's You know who's not bonking? Like. You know who's not bonking? I bet Jason's not bonking. Jerome? Jerome, Mr. Jerome. Well, sit. 
Let's give I was thinking call. Jerome should be our new guy yeah. uh, call for today. I, I think that'd call. be great. Well, yeah. let's should we should we backstory him? What what was what happened this morning with Jerome? Why is Jerome probably not bonking? His wallet's probably bonking. His, probably, his wallet is definitely bonking. So he walked into a Starbucks, and we're just going about our business, ordering, and he's back there looking. Oh, hold on. Looks like we're pulling off. Uh, yeah, we might have to continue the story afterwards. We might have to have pause. Told us. We're going to put a quick pause on this, I think. Yeah. All right, we'll sort this one out, fellas. and we'll be, back. we'll be back in just a few moments. We'll join you in just a little bit, so hang tight, guys. Right, so we're back at it. After a brief stop. Just back have at to it again. Pull in, grab some fuel, because run a little bit low before Phoenix. But... Jules in the other van, uh, as you probably heard before, he's still up the road. They're kind of just on their own. We've left them for a minute. We'll check and see what mile marker we're at. I think they're 10k ahead of us. Yeah, roughly yeah, 10k. So they've been putting in work. And he's getting he's getting to the destination. Yeah, we're going gonna, nowhere once he gets. We're there. all gonna get there at the same time, and we're all gonna eat lunch together and and go together. So I nearly killed us just now. <laughs> <laughs> I almost killed drove it off the road. Just no, no, no. The the podcast. Oh right, right. Uh, yeah. Well, good catch. I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, it was smooth. I was right there, boys. Smooth. It was in that prefrontal cortex, and you caught it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sent it back to the. Sent it back to the fucking depths. Bury that deep down. So uh, we were. I think we were at the new guy segment. Yeah, we were. Um, we were just about to call and we were, Jason. Uh, yeah, we were so discussing what Jason did, I think. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so... Breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. We walked into Starbucks. And we're going through our orders. And he's looking at, like, the novelty Starbucks cups and the, you know, bottles and shit like that. And he picks up this one glass mug. It's, it's bigger than your average mug. And he looks at it and he's like, shit, $12, that's expensive. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So he puts it back down and then... That's the last I saw of it until, like, he'd ordered his coffee and then he also ordered a, a cup of just boiling hot water. And he's over at sort of the, like, the, the you know, the sugar stirring station type thing afterwards. And he, he just whips out this bag of oats that I didn't even see him carrying, like, just out of nowhere. Box. It was a box. Yeah, it was a box, of, a brand new box of oats. Yeah. And he pours the oats into this glass mug. And then, you know, he starts making himself What are we doing on speed here? There was, a, uh, there was a Arizona Highway Patrol at 98. We're rocking at 78, so I'll drop it yeah, back. Yeah, we can drop it back. Flick. Yeah. That's good knowledge right there. We got we, we did get that Benny from those guys being up the road. There he is on the left. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Chris. Chris slams on the Dragon brakes. ass. Dragon ass. Fat Albert's butt just went up in the air. <coughs> Look at this guy, he's ready, he's poised. So yeah, what are the what's the names of the cars? This one is just team car. Uh, then it's uh Betty Blue. What so, we call yeah, it? I've been calling him Blue Betty, yeah. Blue Betty? Blue, Blue Betty, Betty, Betty is what Betty Blue, Blue I think, Betty. yeah. And then uh Fat Albert is the big white people carrier that yeah, crystal drive. Which was fa- I I affectionately named Fat Albert after the uh, the Blue Angels uh, C one thirty supply plane that hauls what? all of their equipment. Sick. Yeah, and I so because uh, Fat Albert hauls people and equipment, I figured uh, that's an appropriate name. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been mistakenly keep calling him um, 
uh, Big Bertha. Big Bertha, yeah. Big yeah, as long as you don't call him Barney. Yeah. We got all those bees in there. Fat Albert. Yeah, Big Bertha. So, yeah, a couple of thoughts. So, I was standing behind Jason in the line today, and um, it should be noted, Jason's new to travel, road travel. Yeah. And, and it, it, it is a learned thing, but it's something that your teammates teach you a lot about. Right? Yeah, definitely. And... The first thing that I saw that was problematic with that decision to buy a $12 glass mug is that it's a glass mug. Oh, there's a bug flying around in here. Brian almost punched me in the fucking face. Yeah, I was, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> come on, I can't now, mate. <laughs> I didn't violate, dude. Don't I didn't violate. Here. I just don't want this flying. And, uh, you know, when you're traveling and you're kind of scattered, a glass mug will get broken real fast, real easy. Oh, I'll, I'll get, get it. Get, it'll land. It'll, it'll land and we'll get that fucker. Um, and the, the second thing I noticed was that he was trying to prepare a situational breakfast. Yeah. Right? It's and definitely. so there's no cooktop, nothing like that. Directly behind him on the shelf was a stainless steel travel mug with a lid. So you could effectively pour your oats into that cup, have them put the hot water, the boiling water, right on it, seal the lid, chill the fuck out, pop that thing open in a few minutes and boom yeah oats. situational breakfast handled this one probably turned into an al dente crunchy madness because by the time the water got soaked up into the oats they weren't even cooking in there yeah it would be cold and right not great so yeah i think he just doesn't well you missed him asking for the biscuit without the biscuit did you hear that part Ooh, then there was the protein edition right which Wait, was the, i missed this bit yeah so yeah. they had a uh uh, sausage, egg, and cheese sando on an English muffin. Yep. And he Mile asked... hundred. So we've been driving for however long since that little break, and these guys have just... This is the stop that they just pulled off at. So we've been going for probably like a good seven or eight minutes right now. Yeah. Miles ahead of us. And they'll be waiting yeah. for us in They'll Phoenix. be waiting for us. Anyway, so continue. Sausage and egg muffin. So he wanted to go protein style and asked... As only Jason would, if you could, if it's available to have it without the bread. Which I, I think was one of Josh's first moment, situational moments seeing Jason in his food conundrum. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was entertaining. Was he was really entertained for sure. So, new guy episode today is going to be all about calling Jason. Jerome. 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 Don't forget his and name. And let's ask Jerome how breakfast was. Let's just check in with Jerome pre-lunch. My man, it was great. If it was jamming. It was jamming. Let's see if it was jamming. Let's ask him what his, how those oats came out for him compared to how he would typically cook them. Okay, great. And then we have to give him the, the new guy secret question that could lure him in. Which is what? What's our secret question? Ooh. How, how he, how's he feeling just in general yeah. about this trip? Just yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. Not about the trip, just in general. How you feeling? Because we'll see... And about the trip, you know, like, that could bring some... That could bring it to a close pretty quick, so just in general, so... Just how, how you doing, Jay? How you doing, Jerome? I'll rack this one up here. All right, who's going to talk? We've got to discuss this. We discussed this last time. What's... Who wants to take point? I'll, I'll, I'll take point on uh, asking Jerome about breakfast. Okay. And yeah. uh, after that, we will... Uh, oh, and why don't you lead it from there? We'll let it go I'll, from there. I'll lead from there. Yeah, okay. Say a command. Call Jason Ganzuk. Try saying the device 
last name like phone or USB, you can also say <laughs> main menu. I just died on your phone. Phone! Oh, we'll get the audience the fun of. Say a command. Call Jason Ganzuk. Calling Jason Ganchuk Consell. <laughs> wow, that's a good way to pronounce his last name. The thing is, he might be driving too. This could be interesting. They have 20 miles on us, by the way. <laughs> what the hell is this? He paid extra for that. Did he? He's on Verizon. Yep. My man! Ah, <laughs> classic Jerome. Went to the bathroom. Ah. Okay. Man. Um, hey, sorry. Jules, you want to play new guy with us? What's that? You want to play new guy with us? We were calling to uh, do our new guy segment with uh, Jerome. Okay, I, I didn't really understand what you just said. So we were calling to do our new guy episode with Jerome. To chew on us? <laughs> no. To talk to Jason. Oh, no, he's not here. I know. Can we talk to you instead? Yeah, but. So you you put twenty miles onto us, Jules. What's that all about, bro? We were just cruising at 80. Man, we were cruising at 80. You dropped us. Really? Yeah, you yeah, dropped us hard. What's that? You dropped us. We, you know, we are Fat Albert here. We're all going to the same place at the same time. I know. You should have just backed off, man. Come back to us. Give us a strawberry Wait. handoff from the car again. <laughs> a feed. So should we, uh, should we fill up now and then... Uh, yeah, well, we've already filled up. We're just boosting through now. We're at mile marker 105. Just, we're heading already filled up? Yeah. We thought you, we saw a shell, so we thought that's where you guys pulled off because it's right when we got the uh, need gas message. So we uh, we just followed Chris with Fat Albert into the shell and thought you guys would be there. So uh, we're back at it. So, so I'd just suggest filling yeah. up and head straight to... Head straight to the lunch stop. Uh, the connection's pretty bad. I can't really understand you guys. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Just saying, fill up now and go to the lunch spot. Alright, uh, wait. Okay, uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll have a chat with you when you get there. Yep. Alright. Yep. See you in a bit. That was disappointing. That was slightly disappointing. Yeah. I think we might need a better system here. I think this speakerphone could be it could causing be a little challenge. You might just want a speakerphone yeah, from like your actual phone. phone. That could be the you way know, these, these are all those things we're just figuring out. Gotta work it out. This is life. Yeah. This is yeah. figuring out as you go. I do think it's funny, though, that Jason was in the bathroom. Like, of all people to be in the bathroom. Again. again. We yeah. stopped, what, an hour ago? An hour ago. Probably an hour ago. I mean, he jumped out of the car. Yeah, he was pretty, pretty on it. And then we're back at it again with them. And they're still in front of us. Honestly, they'll probably fuel up and keep going and still be us there. Yeah. Cruising at 80. So we've been tapping along at 80 with these guys. He was going faster than 80. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Damn sure. So lunch. Yeah, didn't want burritos today. Deli. After yesterday's uh, double burrito session, let's discuss last night. What what Ooh. happened right before bed? Oh man, right pleasure. <laughs> you know, it's just 
<laughs> you know, I did two things. The first thing I did was make sure to take matches in with me for you guys. You really did? Oh, oh yeah, that, absolutely. That's a gentleman. Absolutely. That's a true if I'm gonna if I'm gonna light that thing up, I'm gonna take some matches. So you know what? That's see, we were talking about experiences yesterday. Yeah. This car. Yeah. All of us have done this before. Yeah. We walk in. We have like a tiny little bag. And we walk in with just our shit we need for that night. That's it. And we walk out. I just need my one night stand kit. Yeah. And it's always got matches in it. And uh, we're like you know, black ops. Yeah, we got it sorted. You know, it was, everyone knows what's in the bag. We're black, black ops. My, my one night stand kit is black ops ready, dude. Yeah. With a carabiner on it. I can hook <laughs> yeah. that thing in my belt buckle and drop out the window. I'm fucking ready to go. I don't think it hasn't almost happened. So, yeah. you know, what. So, what happened was AJ went Chipotle to the Chipotle lit me up a little bit yesterday. That's that's for sure. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah. Brian, so, you should take it away. You were explaining it the best. I yeah, I mean. We, <laughs> I'm laying in bed, like, I think I even at that point turned off my, uh, my devices. Yeah, we're just lying there. We're just lying there, we're you know, quiet. catching up on emails. I think one light might have still been on, I'm tucking myself in. Reflections for the day. Yeah, you know, I'm getting ready and, and, and quiet time. AJ just says, you guys done with the, you guys done with the bathroom? Wanders off, <laughs> goes to the bathroom, and it's quiet, and all of a sudden you just hear, and then you hear, Almost, it's, I can't even say it without laughing. Almost, it's, <laughs> it was instantaneous. Almost, oh, oh, hold on. oh, we might have to either up. Oh, we got Chris. We've got a Chris. Oh, on all right, we'll accept. We'll accept. Yeah. Hey, what, what's up, man? Hey, uh, you guys ever have Rudy's? Never have Rudy's. Barbecue? Yeah, no. I don't know if I want to do barbecue. That meat right, lovers right. filled me up all right. last night. Alright. What's up? I think I just, just, I, just saw, I just saw that billboard and that place is fucking awesome. <laughs> but it's like it, it's like a stand in line, grab your barbecue, sit at a picnic bench type of place. So it's hard to find schedule on time we could, but I'm, cool. I'm feeling the sando love today, dude. Yeah, I think barbecue might back us all up again, so sticking with that all sandwich right, might cool. be the way to go. Yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, cool. Thanks. Alright, all right, see you man. So, uh, where were we? I think we were right around that. Um, it, it was simultaneous. It was simultaneous, like, spray, fart, no, that was shit just sound. A, it was a bass barrel boom. It was a, it was <laughs> a bass barrel boom. Yeah. And instantaneously, you hear, yeah. <laughs> like, so Brian, oh, yeah. So, the fuck there, was, there was no sharding involved, but there was definitely, like, pressure from the day from Chipotle that it built up. Yeah. And... You know, like I said, I wanted to be, you know, polite as I could, so I went into the bathroom. But it literally is like putting a 10-inch woofer inside of a fan <laughs> box <laughs> when you go into that shitter. And there's no way around it. Yeah. And so that really that's why I gave you guys the there satisfactory, yeah. like, yeah. because there's it was like, so, like, I felt so good. I could finally I go to I mean, it sounded bad. Like, from our end, like, I was worried. And then I heard the, oh, yeah, like, we're okay. Yeah, it's cool. like, this is all good, man. But, but it like, wasn't like the Kool-Aid guy that goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was just like, yeah. It was just a, <laughs> it was just a very like, yeah, cel- celebratory. Crunchy, yeah. Celebratory. Was, like, I can hear you, I can hear you just, like, yeah. after you want to. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, I almost <laughs> slipped there. Yeah. I almost slipped. After Did you, you win it? something. Yeah. After you win something, you just, yeah. Just, yeah. It was good. Yeah. I almost slipped there, guys. That was close. Yeah. All right. again. Oh. I think that's uh, a good place to end our pre-lunch podcast. Yeah, we're getting pretty close coming into town. We 
we, we really want to save uh, save something to talk about and get Jerome on the phone. Yeah, we definitely don't want to. We don't want to let uh, the day go by without getting Jerome. Okay. Yeah, we might have to give him another call later. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll happily end the podcast right here with just saying that we we just drove past the Valley of the Sun TT course. Ah! And that's it. We're done. <laughs> Outs.